Hello everyone, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Rich Mind Podcast. I'm your host Rich, and this is my podcast. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Sorry if I sound a bit nasally. You know, we've been on the on the running grind. Outdoor allergies are kind of messing me up. I had I didn't get much sleep last night, and I'll explain why in this in this intro here. I got some fantastic news to share. Anyone that's been listening for a while knows about my marathon training. It's been a fucking roller coaster. Earlier in in March, I developed this pain in my groin, which led me to believe I had a hernia. I was checked by two doctors, and I recently found out it's 90% likely not to be a hernia, which is still a little concerning. But I, it feels really good. And in the past two months, because of this hernia I've taken, or because of what I thought was a hernia, I've taken three weeks off. So in March and April, three weeks altogether. Almost about three weeks, give or take. And right when I started to gain my momentum back, my body started to break out in hives and a rash whenever I would run. I thought it was because of the weather, you know, outdoor allergies and, and stuff like that. But then I remember I took this Everly Well food sensitivity test two years ago, and two foods that came up as high reactivity were garlic and egg whites. When when you have a high reactivity to, to foods, it can cause hives. And I think running made my body... Um, it sent like a stress response to my body, causing it to uh, break out from those foods. And for the past couple weeks, I've been seasoning my food with this fucking... And maybe it's not garlic, but there's a, there's a lot of seasonings in this fucking... Or a lot of different seasonings in this mix that I've been putting in my in my food. I mean, it's a great mix, but there's something in it that... I'm allergic to. So, with that being said, I had a 20-mile run scheduled yesterday, which I've been really scared to tackle, you know, with with my allergic reactions, right? Like, obviously, I don't want to fucking die on my run. Well, I made sure not to have any of that fucking seasoning mix, no garlic either, and I made sure to bring some Benadryl with me. Now, I should have made sure to put some fucking sunscreen on because I got burnt to shit. I got seven miles in, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm fucked. Uh, but at around seven or eight miles, I took a break. I, I checked on my body, and there was no breakouts. Luckily, no trouble breathing. I felt really good. I also had some some caffeine, which which helped a lot. I did stop a lot during this run. To, to consume some some goob, some some caffeine, to drink some water. And around mile 17, I had to stop at Walmart to pick up some water because I ran out. Like I have a, I have a, a, whatever it's called, like a, what the fuck is that name? Oh my gosh, how am I blanking on this? It's... It's a fucking thing that holds water. A camelback. Oh my gosh, Richard. Wake up. And 
I I just need another camelback, especially for these longer runs. So, oh, excuse me. Guys, I slept like shit last night. My heart's having these palpitations right now. I My legs are about to fall off. I'm on a bunch of Tylenol. It, it was, I pushed myself pretty hard yesterday. And especially after mile like 18, actually mile 15, I was pretty fucking out of it. I'm like, oh, just take it one, one mile at a time. But I got done. My time was three hours and 25 minutes, which is about a 10.05 pace, which is really fucking good. My goal is to run a nine-minute pace. And just to be clear, if no one knows this, when you train for a marathon, most of your runs shouldn't be at marathon pace. You should have a few that are around marathon pace, but most of your runs should be a minute to a minute and a half slower. So I was very pleased with that. And of course, the pain in my groin was very noticeable after the run. But guys, the best part of all of of this run was there was no allergic reactions. My arms didn't break out at all. Zero breakouts. Now, besides the burn that I've uh, achieved through this run, I couldn't be happier. And I just thought I'd share thought I'd share some great news with you all. The next month of training will definitely push me, but I'm ready. I I'm very that twenty mile run was a confidence booster for sure. And I'm not exactly sure what next month of training will look like. I'll probably keep my runs around seven to ten miles and throw a few long runs in there. But nothing no, no more 20-mile runs. That's probably the longest one I'll do until the marathon. In today's episode, I want to talk about living on the fence and why that's never the way to go about life. You've heard the saying before. You've had to have. Stop living on the fence. It means you either do something or you don't. You don't waste your time thinking about whether or not you should start something or quit something. You look at the situation, evaluate the pros and cons, and choose what to do. It's a simple concept, but implementing it is anything but simple. Okay, without further ado, let's get right into it. The best person to go to when you're indecisive about something, whether it's starting or quitting something, is Jocko Willink. All of his advice goes something like this. Let's say you have a question you keep asking yourself, like, how do I start exercising? Jocko would say, you just start. Let's say you're trying to quit a bad habit. Jocko would say, just quit the bad habit. It's a pretty simple concept, right? Simple, yet very hard to execute on. When the new year hit, I made a promise to myself that I would run a marathon this year. I didn't know where to start. I was getting overwhelmed with everything that I needed to do in preparation for it. That's when I heard this advice from Jocko. And on that day, I signed up for a marathon. I made sure it was sometime in the future just to give myself an adequate amount of time to prep for it. But I made the decision to do it. And I knew the rest would follow. I'd figure out my training schedule 
I'd figure out what diet would work best for me. I'd figure out what shoes would work best. I'd figure out what I'm capable of. And throughout these past five months, I've learned so much about myself. And that would have taken me so much longer if I just sat on the fence thinking and analyzing, trying to figure out the best possible way to go about this marathon training. You figure it out along the way. All those questions I was asking myself beforehand, you don't know the answer until you start. I could have lived on the fence for half of this year, right? And then possibly talked myself out of doing it. I've done that. It's just like it's just like the fucking comedy set, guys. I want to do a comedy set, and I still haven't done it. I'm living on the fence, right? Just do it, right? I just have to go out and do it. And it's it's so funny to look at like to uh to analyze my my marathon training, what I've done. You know, I just started it. I didn't I didn't ask questions. I just. I just did it and I knew I would figure it out, figure out those those answers to those questions I had as I trained for it. Same thing with the comedy thing. I have all these like, oh, what if this, what if that, what if this, what if that? Okay. Listen, Richard. Just do it and then you'll figure out those answers, right? You're just you're causing what I'm causing myself when I do this, when you live on the fence, you cause yourself to gain more anxiety. So when when eventually I get on stage, I'm going to be so fucking like wound up and, and nervous because I've I've been living on the fence for so long about doing it. That doing it is going to, it's like this, it becomes bigger in your head, right? Every day, every week, every month, every year that passes by that you don't do something, the fact that the more you live on the fence with it, the bigger it becomes in your mind. And it's, it's, it's a terrible, terrible place to be. Because once you get down the line to like three years, this thing's become so big, such a huge thing to tackle that you don't even like it's, it's become this monster, but in reality, it's really not that big. You've just, you just overanalyzed it so much that it's, it's become such a huge problem in your life. And I have a friend, this, and this shit breaks my heart. He, he uh, still hasn't graduated from the, the college movement too together. He's a great actor. I've done a lot of theater shows with him, even had some classes with him. And I saw him last, last summer. And he was telling me, you know, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to, I just got to finish these three classes and I'm going to graduate. And just to put that into perspective, guys, I graduated in 2016. It's been six years. He's been living on the fence for six years. And when you do that, you really screw yourself. Just like I was saying, it becomes such a big monster that you 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 lose yourself in it you think you think three classes is this monumental task that you need to achieve but it's so it's so fucking small you've just made you've just formed this monster from it and and not only that it's it starts to become an excuse on why you can't move up in life 
he's he's basically saying I could totally be doing X, Y, and Z, but I I haven't graduated college yet, or I'll be in such a better position in my life once I graduate college. Whenever I hear someone who's living on the fence, I hear excuses. Excuses on why you don't have an interest in becoming your best possible self. I hate to see things like this, especially with my friends, but there's nothing I can do. All the advice in the world won't help. And I know this because I'm the same way with my comedy set. My mom's like, oh, just do it. Just just go out and do it. Like, okay, listen, I don't think you understand. I've built this fucking monster in my head about how, how difficult and how hard this is going to be for me. But in reality, it's not that big of a deal. And I, I got to keep reminding myself that. But at the same time, I just have to do it. You know what? After this podcast, because, you know, I'm, t- I'm telling you guys all this. I'm telling you why I should do it. Why it's super easy to do, but I, I don't do it. After this podcast episode, I'm going to find an open mic and I'm going to put in my calendar. And we're going to go. And it's it's kind of funny. I, I didn't even have, you know, I, I write down all my episodes. All my episodes are written. But I, I didn't write anything about my comedy set in there. And it just kind of came out of nowhere. But it's the truth. It's it's true. I, I have been living on the fence with it. And it's, it's something that I've built up in my mind. It's this big, scary thing. But it really isn't. It really isn't. It's just, I've, I've looked at it, I've questioned it for way too long. And I, I, I would not be surprised if my dad's the same way because he, he recently quit drinking. And I, 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 he's, I've told this before, but my dad's been an alcoholic ever since I was a kid. And not like a serious, not, not, not a serious alcoholic where he, where he beat you and was just a belligerent. He just had a couple beers after work, and he's getting he's get, he's getting older. He's around sixty now, and out of nowhere, he just he just quit. He just decided to quit. He's been sober for two months now, and I don't know if he's on the fence about it or if he was on the fence about it. I I never really asked him. Maybe I maybe I should maybe I should call him up and ask him how what his mindset was with all this. Because it, I, I would be interested to, to know if he was on the fence about it for some time and he just decided to pull the trigger. But he also said that he just woke up one day and he was like, oh, I, I, I want to quit. And yeah, that's what he did. He didn't pussyfoot around. He just quit. He, st- he stopped drinking. And knowing my dad, he's not the type of person to go back to something. He's all in on it. And that's a bit of an extreme example but that's exactly what I'm talking about. If you want to do something, just do it. Stop thinking so much about it and just do the thing. The reason this message is so powerful is because it saves you so much time and energy and anxiety. We, th- we think that taking time to question whether or not we should start or stop something is smart. But in reality, just making the decision to start or stop something will help you get to your answer sooner. It won't cause more anxiety. It will actually help eliminate your anxiety. And fuck, guys, I swear to God, I didn't plan this, but like I'm, I wrote all this out. I wrote all this out to help help you guys to stop living on the fence. And all I can, 
fucking see all i can relate this to is my fucking comedy set like all this is this is actually really like this is this is actually really helping me even though it, it it's meant to help you guys like just saying this out loud to myself is actually uh pretty therapeutic so give myself a little pat in the back right now but yeah i along with my comedy set i also struggle with uh going to bed at the same time every night you know weekends come i i usually stay up an extra four hours and i sleep in an extra four hours and you think oh that's fine nothing wrong with that but there is something wrong with that those those uh those four hours uh they've been shown to produce the same effects as jet lag and it can cause your body to be off balance for up to three days so by thursday you start to feel, you know, back to yourself. And then the weekend comes and you basically jet lag yourself again. I know the importance of going to bed at the same time every night, yet I still don't do it. I'm on the fence with it. Mainly because during those extra four hours, I, I'm usually catching up with friends and I'm having a good time. It's a bit of a catch-22. And I think what I need to do is just get a job where I don't have to be up, you know, at 4.30 every morning. Instead of fixing my sleep schedule to cater my work schedule, I'd rather find a job that fits my sleep schedule. So yes, I'm on the fence with it to a certain extent. But I am working on finding a new job that gives me more flexibility with my sleep. And that's how you need to look at stuff when you're on the fence about something. Take a step back, look at the problem objectively, and make your decision. Don't overthink it. Just do the thing you want to do you'll end up optimizing your life so much more effectively. Just like my friend who keeps saying he's going to take those classes. He's not going to, and that's fine. What's not fine is using it as a crutch for why you're not in a better position in life. There's nothing to be ashamed of for, for not graduating college. Shit, I dropped out of art school, and I was on the fence about it. But I did exactly what I'm talking about here. I took a step back, looked at things objectively, Analyze the pros and cons and made my decision. Once you make that decision, you go all in. And once you've done this enough times with enough situations, you begin to do this with everything you're on the fence with. And I can guarantee you that it will change your life. Now, it's still hard. I'm I'm still working on it, as you guys, as you guys can tell. There's still things I'm on the fence about, and I I I don't like it. And I know, I know what I need to do. Um, but let me give you this advice. You see, there's probably going to be a whole list of things you're on the fence about. Okay, a whole list of things that you don't know whether to start or stop. And what I recommend is just starting with what you think you can do, Right? So the comedy set, that's the higher, that's been on my mind for years, okay? So that's like the higher up one that I'll get to, but it's not my main focus right now. Like something, do something that's a little bit smaller. Something that's not so intimidating. Something that you've just been on the fence recently. Something that you think you can make a decision for relatively fast. And then just keep keep doing that. You know, one one thing after the other. And eventually you'll you'll gain that momentum. You'll be like, oh my gosh, I'm 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 
I've tackled like five things I'm on the fence about and I've made those decisions. I'm, I'm doing much better now. And I, I know I got these five things over here, but I'll get to them. It's just taking time to look at your life and find the things that announce themselves to you as something you're on the fence with. And then right then and there, analyze the situation and decide your next move. And you do that, start with the small ones, obviously. The small ones are the easier ones to tackle. That's a great place to go because then you'll gain that momentum. You go all in on it and then you're you're that person. You're that person that's, that's constantly improving themselves, constantly optimizing their life. Isn't that the person you're striving to be? Someone who goes all in on their life? Someone who doesn't pussyfoot around? Someone who doesn't live on the fence? Someone who goes and does the things that they say they're going to do? That's who you are. That's who you're working on. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast if that wasn't who you were. Right? You're striving to be a better person. I believe in each and every single one of you. It's going to take fucking work. Life is difficult. It's not easy. But why make it any harder than it needs to be? Right? Get to fucking work, guys. That's it. That's all. That's all we're doing. Okay? That's 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 the episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. If you like the show, why not tell a friend and leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening to? It really helps the show. It really does. And if you're not following me on Instagram, my personal page is Petrie Richard underscore. And my fitness page is Richard Petrie Fitness. Again, thank you so much for listening. You guys mean the world to me. You're the reason I'm still making these episodes. If I didn't have anyone listening, it'd be kind of hard to keep me uh, inclined to, to put out uh, information that I find valuable. So again, thank you so much. And I'll see you all next Thursday. Peace.